Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. So we have another week and we are keeping up the combo, so let's keep rolling at that. With me today is Tom Wilford oi, oi. and Ricardo Gonzalez, RKA Hush. Hello, hello. And I am Bob Morate, so nice to be with you here, gentlemen. I think it's very nice to be back with you both. It's a <laughs> bit of an odd combo, this one. Have, have you, it is, have you actually, noticed yes. that uh, it's the only three that don't live in Spain? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's the non-Spanish combo oh, group. Yeah, right. Yeah. Quite but peculiar. I'm the only one that's in the super hardcore Diablo group. <laughs> well, we're, we're well, trying, we're trying to try. Let's see, let's see for how long. So for those of you who don't know what just what Tom just mentioned is that we are regularly doing on our Go Play that Twitch channel um hardcore runs of Diablo 3 and you're very welcome to watch us fail and die. Because that's hap- that's what happens. So every time no, we try. That's what happened until we got the four-man wrecking crew, aka murder <laughs> posse, aka just general death on a stick. <laughs> Who's is that a real person? Or? No, no, it's all of us. It's the group. Oh, we are. We, are we came in like a wrecking ball on Sunday. <laughs> 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 all right, glad to hear. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a hard time catching up to play with you guys. No, no, you but... you guys are now in in like the reserve in case one of us does bite it in a moment. But literally, yeah. we got to what's his name? Glom? Is it Glog? Glom? Glom? He's like a big dog monster thing, like a butcher dog monster. Uh, I can't remember the name, but I know exactly what kind of monster you're talking about. We we did him in four seconds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> OP much? There, there are there are yellow bosses or purple bosses that are like ha ha ha! I would oh I'm dead. <laughs> they literally don't have enough time to get out their initial speeches before just being ripped to pieces. So I generally fear trembling fear whenever I see these yellow or blue monsters more than I actually see the the purple and the final bosses. You know because blue and yellow are always like randomly generated and they have like random properties. They have if they have Waller and freezing or something like that, you are done. So that's it. Run away on the opposite direction because it might be really, really awkward and ha- and really. Which class are you using actually? Wipe you out. Uh, but Bob, yeah, which class yeah. are you? Are you still the witch yes. doctor? No, my witch doctor died. I'm a monk now. Ah, the monk. A monk. Okay. Okay. Actually, I've so, never yeah. tried the monk. Actually. Me neither. I'm just trying it for the first time now. Yeah. And so far, so good. I'm liking it very much. I enjoyed it until level 26 when uh, our mutual friend uh, that we've never met ever, uh, Memphis, <laughs> blew up our party. <laughs> hey, Memphis. Actually, that was two, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we're still inviting Memphis in, but this mysterious Memphis, those of you that don't know the story, we invited a random in to fill the fourth slot, and he turned out to be level 240 or something ridiculous, instantly yeah. leveling all monsters to that and exploding our level 26 characters and one hit. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's on YouTube. You can actually watch that. Yeah, that was really dark. On our channel. But yeah, on the on the flip side, Memphis now is actually a good friend of ours and he regularly plays with us. So, so he rolled the character with us and started from the beginning just to play with us again. So <laughs> Without murdering us all. <laughs> nice person, nice person. Bob, I think we need to uh, to get him to play with these guys again, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we we are literally on a roll. We played we played a roundabout 
nine hours on Sunday. Oof. Maybe wow. more if you count the bit, because obviously uh, Rob and I wiped early on. Mm-hmm. So we lost both our hardcore characters and had to re-roll and, and get back in. Um, so Rob and I played to level 21 by ourselves and then joined Stu and Earl for like uh, two four-hour sessions or something like that. Man, yeah, no wonder you're already like twice my level. Yeah, it was pretty good. But we, we really sort of balance. I think the key to Diablo is that we everybody balances each other. So we've got two close combat tanks, one of whom is also a healer. And two mm. very efficient ranged characters. Nice. Like, yeah. So so yeah, the the four man wrecking crew <laughs> is uh, making short shrift of everybody. But we are at that point where we're sort of getting dangerously cocky. Oh yes, that is the danger zone indeed. Where like that, nothing uh, seems to be a challenge, so we're probably going to die really soon. <laughs> but I I heard that the lowest you actually drop is like seventy percent of your uh, HP. So. That was like a tricky moment, and we we still didn't really work out what brought Earl's health down. Like, he suddenly noticed for the first time in about an hour and a half that something had affected his health bar. Um, (laughs) Creepy stuff. Yeah, and then uh, we think it was a trap laid by a monster. Like, the ice is still the big big worry for us. Yeah. Just you can't do anything, and you can just receive hits. Yeah, but I, I mean, I have this really cool barbarian character that's leveled up in Frenzy. (laughs) <laughs> nice with a one-handed weapon and a buckler so it's literally just like as soon as I get three or four hits in I just become a threshing machine <laughs> I rip apart anything and between my armor and my sword I get around about 4,000 health back every second <laughs> every second <laughs> something like that That's exaggerating slightly but I know my sword gives me back like 748 health per hit wow oh. Yeah, that's that's, well, that's that's how Barbarian should be played, so you're doing it right, definitely. It was more by accident. I mean, this is my first time playing as a Barbarian character, so I just generally picked up, like, at the beginning I was doing big two-handed weapons with cleave, trying to be, like, all area of effect damage, but mm. now I'm just yeah. literally just, like... Just focus, yeah. Yeah, it takes me about three or four swings to get warmed up, and then I'm just, like, a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. So yeah, fun times with Diablo. With Diablo, Diablo, with Diablo has definitely been the sleeper hit of the end of last year, beginning of this year. Because yeah, we, we had some uh, some updates uh, at the end of the year, right? I think that also made a difference. Well, they've made. I, we haven't even seen the new content, really. Yeah. They put a whole new island in it, apparently, or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole new section of the game. But you know, this is really my my. It's the third character I ever generated. Isn't there another patch coming on soon, like 18th this month or something? Or was that last month? I can't that was, remember. That was done sort of really early this month, I think. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I definitely have not seen anything yet. No, it's a whole new area. I don't know even how you get there, you know? I wonder if they will bring the seasons to the to the console versions, because it's something that it's on the, on the PC, PC version and it's really fun. But... I don't know if they will ever bring it over to the consoles. We'll see. Yeah, because um, I actually I'm I'm one of those guys that actually bought it day one and suffered quite a lot with the with the server problems they had because uh, oh, yeah. I, I loved Diablo and uh, I had to have it day one. Uh, I played probably day seven and Arrow uh, thirty seven. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so I actually played it through and I, I finished it a couple of times and played with some of my friends, but I never managed to play the Reaper Souls. So this is actually a very good opportunity because the game actually feels different. It feels better. And uh, yep. even though I was one of those 
PC only guys. I've, I've adapted to the console world, and I have to say that it feels really good playing on the PS4. Um, I don't know, people that really it feels right, doesn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. the hardcore Diablo, at least Diablo 2, Diablo 1 players is, are gonna probably kill me, <laughs> but it, it, it does feel really good on the PS4. I'm surprised, so uh, but yeah, I'm converted as well. And uh, yeah, I wanted to play a bit more now just to see the new, this new content, uh, Reaper Souls, and then, like you said, the new island. But uh, playing nine hours on a Sunday, I need to see if uh, <laughs> one of these days maybe I can do that. Yeah, you just, you just have to set it aside. Like, you know, we, we didn't really plan to play that much, but it was wake up, play a bit with Stu and Rob. Oh, we died. Well, me and Rob may as well continue and try to sort of get ourselves back to a decent level. Mm-hmm. And then by that by that time, Earl was ready to jump in. So it was like, okay, well, maybe we maybe we just play a little bit more, you know, just a few <laughs> more hours. <laughs> and it is one of those games. I haven't played a game like this in a long time where hours just disappear. <laughs> Super immersive, of course. You, it, it, we can we can always solo hush whenever you feel like it for a much yeah, shorter. We don't need we don't session. need four. It's true. It's just two two players should be quite as fun at least. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Ah, but yeah. Anyway, outside Diablo, mm-hmm. Tom, mind telling us what you have played for this week? Ooh, lots. Oh, I found no, myself lots. really this week has been a, a bumper crop for uh, stuff. I'm it's it's all PS4. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't even turned on Steam, but I'm saving all that for the four in February stuff that's coming up. Oh yeah, the countdown. Yeah. To February. Yeah. But like, I think <laughs> five of my titles are, are PC based. Um, let's see. What do I want to talk about first? Uh, Star Wars. Not going to bother because everybody knows Star Wars. What? What's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm going to talk about Amplitude. Oh, cool. Amplitude. Yeah. The new one or the old one? The new one. one. The new. One. Okay. Because I bought it day one. Because back in my university days, there were there were basically three games that had us by the balls. You know, we didn't stop playing them. We played Amplitude, we played Mashed, and we played oh, NHL Hits. <laughs> what an odd combination! Those, well, because we were a group of five people living together. You know, these were oh, these, okay. these were like really good games to just either pass the controller around or have team based, you know, like, I think NHL hits with the adapter, you could have two-on-two. Nice. Um, You know, you could have four-player ice hockey. had a cracking soundtrack as well. Um, But, so, Amplitude came out, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get this again, because I I spent many, many wasted hours at university playing Amplitude with friends. And I bought it, and my first reaction was, oh... Because I don't know if anybody else will 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 buy it on pure nostalgia alone, but there's no uh, licensed songs in this. Okay, so it's all original content. It's well it's original. There is some there there is some other stuff that I want to talk about in a bit. But what I was expecting, you know, the sort of garbage, cherry lips, all of this kind of music that they had on the old version, is gone. It's a special mm-hmm. soundtrack specifically processed for the game, which hurt okay. because I spent 20 quid on that straight away, being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And then it was not the game I was looking for. <laughs> There's your Star Wars <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
So somebody yeah. forgot to uh, to investigate a little bit. Huh? It was. I mean, this is the power of nostalgia. It basically sucker punched me. Mm. I was like, "You really enjoyed this game ten years ago, more <laughs> fifteen years ago, let's say. <laughs> you had a real fun time on the PS2 with all your friends with this game. Obviously, you're going to repeat the same thing here. And yeah, you're right. I didn't investigate. I didn't look at anything. I literally clicked buy. <laughs> But even regardless that you don't have the nostalgia uh, songs that you kind of grew up on your college days with and, and had some fun, is it still a game that you would recommend to everyone listening? Now, yes. Oh, now, yes. Yes, because so. at the beginning, the, it was like a double whammy. It was a one-two punch of not having the licensed soundtrack I was expecting and then the first sort of four songs being really shit house music. <laughs> okay. You know, sort of, even House Light, it's kind of a 4-4 beat with some crappy vocals over the top, and you're just like, oh my god, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) There was some real buyer's remorse in there, you know. Um, Get past that a little bit, and it starts getting a bit better. Obviously, once you get onto the harder difficulty levels, or or the the later levels, uh, you start getting a bit of drum and bass, a little bit of very light dubstep, this kind of stuff. Uh, which makes it more entertaining to listen to and play. Bring in the whoop whoops. Yeah, there's a little bit of whoop whoop. There's, uh, you know, just a little bit of the very fast sort of, you know. Uh, and it gets it gets much nicer to listen to. And then later on, sort of some of the bonus songs actually come in off uh, other indie games. Oh, cool. I don't know if Harmonix is really counted as an indie developer these days, but... Uh, um, I think I think officially it still is. Okay. So anyway, you get um, a Darren Corb song from Transistor, and obviously Transistor has an amazing soundtrack. It does. Um, so that's really nice. You get the uh, real choral song from um, what's the ah uh, what's the name of it? The one you talked about loads, Bob. The Dancing Dungeons game. Uh, Crypt of the Necronizer. That's the puppy. Yeah, you have uh, one of the tunes, like I think it's the main theme. Really cool. From that, which is really nice to play as well. And there's one from School Girls, uh, School Girls mm-hmm. as well, which is like this real sort of ska brass band type thing, which is really nice to play. So once, wow. once you get deeper into the meat of the game, it gets a lot better. That sounds already enticing to me, you know? I mean, I was not really having it in my radar until you mentioned this. Well, it, it's kind of probably a better buy if you don't want all the peripherals associated with the new Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Yeah. It gives you that same skill burst, you know, and that that same sort of hankering after tapping a load of buttons really quickly. Uh, but you don't have to buy anything extra for it. You literally just drop the 20 quid on the game or the 20 euros or whatever you have to pay. And Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about the game? Because I never played the old one. Oh, you never played the old one? No. Very good point. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, sorry. we were talking about it. Like, oh, it's Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. No. But no, it's actually not as common. It was a... <laughs> basically, it was a precursor to Guitar Hero. Okay. So Guitar Hero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before the sort of plastic instrument revolution came about, Okay. Harmonics, who were the same developers, I think, of the original Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. um, yeah. they dropped this little game, which is basically, uh, you've seen like Audio Surf, right? Yeah. Where you fly along and you avoid obstacles, right? In this one, mm-hmm. you have to hit the beat, but for each track, 
of the music. So you would have drums, bass, synth, guitar, vocal. And, and what you, you need, do is you need to jump between tracks in order exactly. to hit them. Okay. Well, no, I mean you hit a sequence and then you can flip track. Okay. So the idea is to keep your combo going. Not only like you would play like drums, so you would have like uh, L1, it's L1, R1, R2 to hit the notes. So you have three notes across the track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you sort of finish the sequence, you either hit right or left to go onto another track. Okay. And then thus you build up your multiplier and your combo, which is just basically the same as Guitar Hero. So this is a, like a Wipeout meets Guitar Hero kind of thing? Basically that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, and the, like I say, the original one had a lot of sort of alternative rock and dance yeah. and stuff on it back in the day. Um, I was actually looking it up, and I, I just saw something very curious with the cover of um, of the old version, the PS2 version. Yeah. It has a few names of bands or or uh, singers. Do you know what's the first one, the one on top? What What is the top band? It's actually a singer. It's okay. the, the the late David Bowie. Oh, really? I don't remember yeah. a Bowie song being in there. Interesting. I just check it now. And a lot of beer ago, so. Yeah. But yes, yeah, and I, saw, I saw the list, and uh, the music was great. Yeah, and that's what I was expecting. That's now you can understand a little bit why I got, felt a little bit kicked in the nuts. Yeah, sounds like it's a game that could actually benefit from allowing you to add your own music, maybe. Mm, yeah, but again. I, I was thinking this the other day. Bob, I don't know what your thoughts on, on this are, but I've always wondered why this sort of Guitar Hero, Amplitude, Rock Band sort of algorithm or whatever they use to create the the tracks. I think it's manually uh, crafted, basically. Manually. Like, they, they just program it, you know? Right. There's been other games that actually tried to do this. Uh, I don't know if you know... The PC homebrew version of Guitar Hero called Frets on Fire. Uh, never heard of it. No. Frets on Fire is basically Guitar Hero that you would play with a keyboard, or well, if you actually do have a USB guitar, you could use that, and then uh, play your songs, your MP3 songs, and into Guitar Hero esque kind of things. Im- imagine Audio Surf but Guitar Hero. That would be Frets on Fire. Okay. It's pretty cool. So yeah. Does it, does it's, it work? it's difficult, of course, because whenever you try to play your things, things are out of sync, the beats are not perfectly cut, or I don't know, it's 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 odd, and it doesn't feel right, as carefully crafted as it would be Guitar Hero or Rock Band, it just has to be done on purpose. Yeah, because when they create these games, they, they have a very well-defined set list, so they just program accordingly, and then when they start releasing DLCs, it's because they already worked on them. I may be wrong, I, and Fred's on Fire may not be like you put your song and then it makes it for you. I don't know exactly if it's just that uh, you would have to download a file for Fred's on Fire. It's been so many years that I can't remember. But I know that on Fred's on Fire you could play custom songs, that's for sure. Right. Because, I mean, that, that is something I'd really like, to be able to plug in the plastic guitar and just, you know, play my music library. But I guess there's mm. all sorts of uh, rights issues and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, anyway, the the skill of Amplitude is actually, I think, much higher than Guitar Hero. Well, if you have to be pending, like keeping an eye on different tracks. Somebody mentioned on the challenge comes. Somebody mentioned on Twitter. I think it was uh, is it Mike Rose of Tiny Build. He was saying uh, that basically the difference between the difficulty levels here is like, ah, eh, this could do with notching up one to holy Christ, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no middle ground. Like I was playing on beginner. 
then I got to Intermediate, and there's one song that I literally cannot play on Intermediate, you know? Sounds like a challenge for Rob. Rob would Rob has it. I'm aware of that, and looking at his scores, I'm I'm thinking he's only played beginner thus far. Hmm. Uh, but I would like to see Rob on expert level. For those of you as well that don't know, Rob is just like the Guitar Hero master. He's our local expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's it's nice. It's good. It's uh, if you don't go in expecting the PS2 version of the game then I think it's a very solid purchase. And I look forward to, hopefully, they release some more content. Because it, it seems, that's the only other thing, it just seems a tad light. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the music is not necessarily memorable. Um, you end up, I think, in the main game, there's 12 levels. Okay. So you, right. you have extra songs and you have secret songs. Like, if you perform well enough, you will get you will unlock new stuff. But in the actual main game, eh, there's only 12 levels. Well, that's fine. I mean, if you can actually unlock new content rather than, you know, pay for it. Microtransactions. It's already something to speak on its favor, I reckon. Yeah, it's, it's good. And also, you can play local multiplayer as well. No, that's fine. Four nice. people. So Four I'm, people. I don't oh. have any, like, actual in-real-life friends. So. But can you imagine four people playing that? They just bleed. Yeah, but I mean, that's the th- it's not all on the same screen. I guess it's split screen. Yeah, still. Um, but you get like power up very... screw up other people as well, like disrupt, which screws up somebody else's screen and that kind of thing. Ah, okay. Oh, that's cool. So you can play competitive or co-op, as far as I'm aware. But like I say, uh, I live too far away from anybody to get them to come around to my house and play. There's no, <laughs> there's no online feature, is there? Not that I noticed. Okay. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, well. yeah, again, I don't the, think the it net, needs it, the personally. The would have to be phenomenal for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a game that is that much about accuracy and skill, yeah. I think it has to be, like, completely millisecond accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's, one of, it's one of these games which you, you, you only become good at when it's unconscious. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, sometimes I've pulled off a little set of notes, I'm like, oh, good, my fingers did that without me. Without even knowing, yeah. Exactly. If you think about it, you choke, and then you die. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, apart from that, what else have you been up to? Uh, I played the uh, the triple box set of Journey, Flower, and Flow. Oh, nice. Uh, all in one go. All in one go, yeah. Well, that was the Saturday before the Diablo Sunday. Oh, all three of them. All th- well, I played Journey entirely in one sitting. That's that's the way it should be played, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. It's, I was it's surprised. like three hours, right? Four Less, hours, maybe? I think, like two nice. max. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really nice. It it does warrant going back. There's still some exploration. Like, I just went in a very linear path. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the one I was most impressed with off that triple pack was actually Flower. Really? Mm. How so? I just really enjoyed it. It was really nice to just float about in a field, being a flower. <laughs> that is, yeah, I mean, maybe it's there's something that I'm missing about Flower, but I just play it and it's like, okay, yes, this is relaxing, but I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it. Well, that's it, that's the entire point. I think it's relaxing. Like, Journey's relaxing, but I, there was a lot of expectation because I've heard so much about Journey. This was the first time I ever played it. Mm-hmm. Um, flower, I didn't know anything about. I'm like, oh, I'm a flower petal wafting in the breeze. But, but does it end? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, there's like six levels, and if you find all the secrets in each level, then you get mm-hmm. to do another level, I think. And I'm missing one secret, which is really upsetting, because it's on the most mm-hmm. difficult level. Okay. Oh. The, have you played it, Bob? Roughly. No, I haven't really progressed that much, but I've played it a little bit. Okay. In only a couple of levels, perhaps. Yeah, this so, yeah, is on my, on my list for February as well. So. Uh, what, Flower or Journey? Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think it would be the triple pack because they're fairly short games. They really are. I mean, you could literally finish all three of them in a day. Like, well, I think it's like, flow. Like you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, flow doesn't really end. You can go mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, yeah. no, yeah, you, it kind of does end, but it kind of does. Yes, I did. I kind of beat flow. Okay, I I, I, but, I yeah. kind of played the PS3 version of these two games, not Journey, but these two. Yeah, oh, okay. but I didn't finish them. Like I, thought I tried it and flow was about the weakest I thought of the three it is yeah without doubt that was the weak it, it, but it was also the first one they did yeah that's what I was going to say I thought it would be the first yeah and obviously so they did get actually better and better with each game still keeping to this ethos as well of this you know sort of relaxing chilled out no stress no combat type thing oh man flow was super stressing for me <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, oh shit, it's coming after me, and then running away trying to feed so I could maybe not be as small so he could eat me, but could didn't escape. <laughs> so it can be some some somewhat stressing at some point. I can see how you don't like to play horror games if you get stressed at flow. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding! Oh, Holy it. shit, man, that is like one of the that. Is, oh my god. <laughs> okay, look, I'm. Not stress in terms of angst, you know. It's more like, like yeah, yeah. uneasy. Did yeah. you uh, did you try the PT demo then? Never. Oh come <laughs> on, mom. Never. No, never gonna just do it. Sorry. Do it. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I know it is, but I'm not gonna do it. It's just I'm not built for it. Ah, uh, I'm gonna repeat what I always say. But P- the PT demo was what made me buy a PlayStation. It's it's great. It's uh, a work of art, and it's just a little demo of a game that will never come out. Yep. Can't get it anymore anyway, so... Well, there, <laughs> apparently there is a way. There's a will, there's a way. There is I a way, I but it involves I some third party rubbish. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I can get you, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying, stranger? <laughs> so you're saying that I have to pay for a game that I don't really want to play? <laughs> yes. Which was actually a free demo as well, but yeah. Okay. So just to just to rattle through a few more, then I've been playing a little bit of Rayman Legends. Awesome game. Yeah, Legends. Interesting. There's a new one, or yeah, it's the second. It's the I, I. It's not new, new. It's 2014, I reckon. 2014. Rob showed me at his house one night when we'd had the gaming at Rob's, that's, and everybody else had gone home. That's like two years old. Come on. Yeah, it's like ancient, yeah. man. Um, Jesus. But it was in sale on the on the PSN sale, so it was like 11 euros. Mm-hmm. Um, for that amount of content, like I've played a whole bunch and I'm like seven percent of the way through. It's a great purchase. It is a lot of solid content in there, and uh, daily challenges, weekly challenges, etc. Like lots of stuff to do. Uh, old school platformer. Um, Rob really sold it to me because he made me play the the music levels. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, I know. Uh, basically, you play as Rayman, but you have to run along, uh, sort of moving level with a, with a song playing in the background and jump and grab and kick in time. So the rhythm without noticing, it's great. 
So that was pretty cool. And then, mm-hmm. continuing my Ubisoft run, because I've got like five games on the Ubi back catalogue to play. Ubi, Ubi, Ubi. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry I'm playing Assassin's <laughs> Creed <laughs> Unity. Ah, okay. Yeah, because uh, coming up to four in Feb, one of the games on the list is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Okay. Uh, the most recent. Uh, but I never played Unity because my general rule about Assassin's Creed games is I play them when the next one comes out. Why? Uh, so all the bugs are fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, that may be a valid point. I literally, but... I have it on a year, like I'm a year behind. I'm a year Particularly with Unity, though. Particularly with Unity, I would say that you should have perhaps skipped this rule. Because the biggest... I think the biggest feature the game has is the co-op gameplay, and hardly anyone is playing right now. Well, I literally found a game in 11 seconds right now, just before starting this podcast. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, 11 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I found a... uh, uh, I was waiting for you guys to show up for the podcast, and I was playing, so I was like, well, I haven't tried any of the co-op yet. Let's just see if I can actually matchmake. And And it was just like, boom, oh, shit, I'm actually in a game. Oh, oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe getting well, a group of four people that you know to do like proper sync runs and you know real strategic tactical things. Maybe maybe that could be a bit more difficult. But I literally found a guy who was like a way higher level than me, and we we just you know we just my yeah. my experience with four player games and Assassin's Creed Unity is everyone does parkour and kills everything. <laughs> so no stealth whatsoever. Everyone was running in each other's direction, stabbing everything that moves. <laughs> And even some stuff that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> still fun, though. I mean, it's still my highlight of that game. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity Co-op is definitely something that that is the best thing about the game. But I, I, I know, sort of, as most of you own it, then, you know, at some point I can just, you know, put on the go play that bat symbol and somebody will come and play Co-op with me. Yeah, actually, I kind of feel like it, even. Yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying the game. It's it It's suffering a bit from the bloat. The bloat. Bloat. There's just so much to do. Yes. Yeah, and the problem is that I am nobody. I mean, it's built up and built up over the games, and I am one of these completionists. Like in <laughs> the initiates menu, mm-hmm. like they, I'm level twelve on Assassin's Creed initiates just because I've played all the other games to at least ninety five percent. Wow, nice. So impressive. Well, it, because I like and and because it just tickles that collection bone that I've got. Like, oh, feathers all around the city for no reason. You'll enjoy collecting those. (laughs) And I hate myself for it, but I do it anyway. (laughs) Well, get ready. (laughs) Far Cry 4, platinumed. 100% at everything I could possibly do in that game. Why? Because I wanted to? No, because it made me... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't make you Tom I mean there's no one else to blame but yourself I know, Face I know. It. but you know they do know that they they build this little Skinner box and you're like oh yeah I'll go after the next shiny you know <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am at least approaching Unity in a slightly different way which is like I'm pro- playing it more as a casual game okay. like I'm dropping in when I've got like half an hour free and I'll just run around open a few chests maybe do a few side missions and then jobs are good and that's nice. And how easy is it to actually pick it up? Yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah. it's Assassin's Creed. I mean, uh, they still have some of the finicky control aspects. They still have some of the gripes and some of the problems of the old games. But 
there's a lot less sort of exposition. There's no, at the moment, there's no switching back into real world kind of stuff. Okay. Apart from a few video interludes or whatever, I'm like sequence five now mm-hmm. out of 12. Um, but there's just a whole hell of a lot of stuff to do. There's like companion missions, normal assassins missions, co-op missions, story missions, uh, Nostradamus prophecies, chest to collect, cockades, which has been making me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> the cockades. I, I have to collect cockades. I do not know what a cockade is, but I've collected like 50 cockades. Just do not Google it. Just in the word. That's it. <laughs> well, I was I was pronouncing it cockady for a while, but uh... <laughs> so you, you're playing this game when the new one's already out. You want to play that one next month? Not only, right? not only do I have, not only is it out, but I actually own it. Still okay. in cellophane wrapping. I, I haven't opened it yet. So tell me, and this is going to be recorded, what do you expect of the next one then? Now that you're playing the one-year-old version. Be what do you want to see? fucking blinders, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I just set you up for that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, if it is if it is Assassin's Creed Peaky Blinders, I'm going to be well happy. <laughs> 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 so I, I live in London, but I'm not from London. So you know, whatever random caricatures they just make of the London people is going to be fine. Can't be any worse than the order. Oh man! <laughs> okay, I have to. I still have to get around and play that. Man, you could do it like this evening. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would have to borrow it from someone. Is this a, I've got it. That's the thing. I don't really own it. I could probably post it to you. Well, that's a way to do it, I guess. Yeah. That's one of the games that I actually tried, and I played for like an hour, and then I forgot about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about this again off podcast, because yeah. I'm tempted. All right, all right, we'll talk about this later. But yeah, so that's generally been my, my week in gaming. A uh, little bit of Star Wars Battlefront just to warm up the old fingers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's the puppy. Uh, no, it... I like I like Battlefront a lot because it's really casual. I don't feel the same pressure as uh, Battlefield to be progressing and unlocking all the time. I just drop in for a few matches and then do something else. Uh, yeah, Rayman, Diablo, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's it's been a good week. It's been a great. <laughs> yeah, week. it's been a full oh, week oh, for you. Oh, man. and also, of course, Pokemon Picross, you bastard. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that never gets old. <laughs> You know, they they came in last night on Pokemon Picross and they were like, oh, there's a rare Pokemon. I'm like, I was really tired. I wasn't feeling very well last night. I'm like, I was really seriously tempted to go to bed at 9.30. Ooh, okay. But I'm like, I'm going to play one round of Pokemon Picross. And she was like, whatever the woman is, she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a rare Pokemon. And I'm like, yeah, bring it. Bring the 15 by 20 grid. <laughs> nope. I can totally handle that. 37 minutes later, I quit because I couldn't yeah. do it. But I'd, I'd made a valiant effort. I'd been playing this stupid Sudoku thing for 37 minutes. <laughs> well, you actually did already more than I did because I, I just can't get around those legendaries yet. It's just incredible. It's like even all the tactics they, t- they teach you in the tutorial, it just didn't work. Because <laughs> I'm guessing that you will need powers for that. And, so uh, my, my Pokemon were laughably weak. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You will get stronger ones later on. So maybe you can use their powers into bigger grids. Hopefully. How long are you in the game? 
Like Me? Um, I think I I just reached area 7, I reckon. Holy shit, I reached area 2 and I'm trying to tackle like a 25 by 15 grid. <laughs> I, I doged an euro, though. So, what? in order to get like a bit of, not not an advantage, but you know, like, not really grind in order to progress through areas, because and, and what the hell, the game deserves it. So I just paid a euro for the starter pack and not regretting it a bit. I may actually spend some more at some point. What do you get with that? Uh, you get like I think it's 300 pick rights, which is the in-game currency, mm-hmm. and uh, in order to change areas, you have to pay 50 or 80 or depends. It gets more expensive every time. Okay. But yeah, with these 300, I just purchased uh, an energy extension so I could play more mm-hmm. and um, unlocking one area. I'm I'm still and playing with with my friend Chris Ziegler. Who, if he's listening to this, I'd like to say hello. But uh, the man's a legend, and uh, he was addicted for a little while to Candy Crush. And oh, he he said cool. something which lives in my memory, which was uh, basically, uh, they're always trying to get money out of me, but I think they vastly underestimated how cheap I am. <laughs> 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 like all the tactics in the world could not prize a single red cent out of his pocket <laughs> my my personal philosophy when it comes to these games is that oh if I god, am enjoying Nintendo, it I love you, oh my god and, Nintendo let me hug you and kiss you shut up <laughs> this is not only with Nintendo I mean if I, I played many free to play games and I have paid on more than one but if I'm if it actually keeps me busy for more than a few hours and I'm enjoying it and I think, okay, these guys are doing it for free, might as well just pay a bit, then I just give them some money. And that's how they that's get it. You. Yeah, that's how they get me, but I choose to be there. It's not like, I need thing. to pay in order to progress. So, yeah. Actually, the, moment, uh, the moment that I do feel that you need to pay to progress is the moment I leave free-to-play games. Uh, yes, but there's one difference. I mean... There might be a time where you need to pay in order to progress, but if you're actually progressing and they ask you to pay or something and you are enjoying the game a lot, would you do it? No, because those kind of games tend to be very cynical. <laughs> ah. I haven't yet come across like a nice free-to-play game that I need to pay to progress. Okay. Like, Rocket League is something different. Rocket League, for me, was free-to-play because I already had PS Plus. So it was, uh, you know, I essentially got the game for free, and then I bought every add-on that they sold, mm, and I felt different. no remorse whatsoever. Oh, I was just like, just, that just complements the the experience itself, it just enhances. Yeah, experience. yeah, exactly. There's no, you know, and also because it was a damn good game right from the get-go. Um, yeah. But there's very few. Like, I don't do a lot of mobile gaming. I don't do a lot of portable gaming even. Um, that's my cue. That's my cue. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's going to be your new job on the site, I think. Uh, well, let's since you're not allowed any first, time uh, to, uh, you know, play games yeah. in real so, life. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is exactly that. It's not that I don't have time. It's just it's easier to uh, to play a little bit on the commute, and uh, you know, I have uh, my phone, I have my tablet, and I like to just set up over the weekend and take a look around on the on the play um, on the play store. And that week, this week actually, that took me to the game that I played for the last few days, like two or three days. It wasn't that long, but it feels like a lot actually. What which have you it, been playing? Which is, uh, you must build a boat. Must so, I? You must. What? <laughs> must I? 
Yes, uh, I actually have to do it constantly, and I'm told that I have to do it every like five minutes. Um, wow! It's it's, uh, it's a really cool game. It's a really nice game. I'm playing it on uh, on uh, Android, but it's actually for iOS, for PC as well, um, and for Mac, I think. And um, I, I I looked into it because I was looking for something new to play, and um, I saw some reviews about this game, and I thought it was interesting. Uh, what I didn't know, and I had to investigate a little bit, is that this isn't uh, um, the first game. It's actually um, a sequel. Oh my god, I just... It literally has just clicked in my head. You Must Build a Boat is the guy that did 10 million, right? Exactly. Right. Ah, yeah. It hasn't twigged all day. I mean, we've been talking about this offline, and mm-hmm. it hasn't twigged all day, but this is the sequel to the guy is uh, 10 million, which I yeah. adored. So... He's, his name is Luca Redwood. That's the guy. Yep. Yeah. And I, I was reading because I, I really like the game, so I started reading a little bit about where he came from. Fun thing. Yeah. I was just looking at it on Steam, and and it just immediately reminded me to 10 million, which I just yeah. got. Really? Because uh, 10 million, I think, is like one year old, and uh, you must build a boat is from like summer, from June, July, um, 2015. So it's not new. It's just um, I, I looked at it and I thought it was interesting because it it kind of combines a couple of things that I really like. But the main thing for me is that it's it gives you that uh, Candy Crush feeling without being Candy Crush. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because this game is basically a, a puzzle versus like a role playing, um, endless running kind of game. It's a bit so strange. Like Ten million basically. Yeah, exactly. So ten, I've been reading about it, and Ten Million was was basically a game where you had to combine at least three to five pieces that will have different items. It would just allow you to um, to get more points, more points, and the moment you get to Ten Million, you finish, you win the game. Yeah. yeah. So that that's like uh, the the basic concept, and it's what uh, what Lucan actually did for this game is build on top of it and just adding it a little bit of story, um, make it a bit more complex and more polished. So I've never actually played the 10 million, uh, what I, I know for, for what I read. So I jumped in directly to uh, to this one. And um, I don't know, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool because it's a very simple idea. So you're basically in a river, you're in a boat, and you have like uh, two people, I think. I started with two people. And uh, you want to go up the river. So you need to build a better boat. But in order to build a better boat, you need to uh, to go on some quests. And uh, the, the, you start accumulating points by fighting monsters and finding some loot. So you get some gold and items and things like that. And uh, by by finishing these quests, you, st- you, uh, you start um, getting crew on your boat. And this is how the boat actually um, increases in size and uh, expands and allows you to go up the river. So mm-hmm. it's it's very simple. So you just you get a quest. You can get more than one quest. I think it's up to three, and uh, they're always different. You know they're quirky. And it, this this game is one of those uh, you know the pixel art like two uh, eight bit kind of games, the the fun and simple ones. And um, so w- when you start playing, you just um, you have two main sections for the screen. The top section, which is like the endless running part, where you have your character that just uh, starts running from left to right, and it goes, um, it runs towards either uh, enemies or uh, some crates they need to destroy, or even some um, some chests so you can get some loot. And on the bottom part, you have um, the the tiles that have different combinations, so you need to set up, you need to um, 
like, like playing Bejeweled, you know, just uh, get mm-hmm. three, match three, four, or five in, in in one go. And depending on what you're doing, you can either be like a, um, a sword attack, which is a physical attack, and have magic. You can have a shield that protects you from from the enemies. So there's four or five different uh, um, tiles in there. And then you start making some combinations. You start killing the enemies and you continue progressing. And the idea is that you never lose. So uh, you go from left to right. And the moment that um, that you can't make enough combinations that uh, enemies push you all the way to the left of the screen, it's when you finish, let's say. Mm -hmm. But... It's mm-hmm. for me. It's very. It's funny and annoying because the whenever this happens, you it always says you win, always, always. But then I look at my quest and I'm like, I, I didn't win anything, so I didn't actually <laughs> do anything. But it, it's funny. But then after a while, I'm like, Ugh. because um, it's uh, it sounds like a simple game, but it becomes really challenging because you need to um, build up your crew, and your crew is going to give you some uh, some. Um, Upgrades your weapons, to your shield. It's going to give you some, uh, like, uh, it's very Diablo-ish, let's say. Some uh, passive uh, skills, and, and that's going to let you go and progress on this river. Um, I've only played it for a few days, like I said. I think I went up, like, four or five uh, locations. I'm not sure how many there are, but I think I read it was somewhere between 12 and 14. Um, but uh, I, always, I already saw that um, he's adding some daily quests, so something to make the game a bit more like, uh, re- replayable. Mm. And um, I, I really liked it. It's really, uh, I think it's very interesting. Very simple concept, but interesting. And because you guys were talking about microtransactions, this <laughs> game it actually it doesn't have any microtransactions because I paid up front. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't remember. I don't remember how much. Maybe two fifty or or. It's rather cheap. Uh, At least I, I'm checking on the uh, iOS store, App Store, and it's like two ninety nine euros. Yeah, I think it was that. It was either that or a bit so, less with some sort of sales. Pretty around. nice. Yeah, but two ninety nine for mobiles, four ninety nine for Steam. Would it Would it run? Yeah, would it run on like a a smaller mobile? Like I've got like a five inch screen. Um, I didn't try on mine, but it should be fine. I think it's Candy Crush. You can play Candy Crush in those uh, those phones as well. So yeah, two ninety nine euros yeah. on uh, yeah. Okay, I might it's, pick it up. Uh, I think it's very nice. I want to see if I can uh, complete it. Maybe definitely maybe sounds like a lot of fun. It. Yes, yeah. I would. I think uh, I would try ten million first though. Ten million was for me one hungover day, seven mm-hmm. hours. <laughs> but seven hours hangover. No, but it was no. I mean, the game actually like assuaged my hangover. It was like because it was just hectic enough to keep me involved, and just relaxed enough to not make my head bleed. Okay. <laughs> so I literally sat there from morning to night playing. Uh, well, I say morning whenever I crawled out of bed with a fearsome hangover. But uh, I think, in fact, I had to go. I think I had to go for dinner with Hush that same night. What? Yeah, I think it was one night where like a couple of us went out for dinner, and I woke up in the morning like super hungover. Like, okay, I have to survive until going out for dinner, and I did nothing else all day except play Ten Million. Well done. <laughs> And I, I, I survived the evening. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I prefer to uh, to go to McDonald's instead of playing a game for nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, it was good. That, that works for you. So, well, everyone deals with hangovers in a different <laughs> way. Yeah, clearly. Mine is video games, totally. They really <laughs> help. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Bob, what about you? We haven't heard much about what you have been playing. 
I think that is very true. So, uh, quite frankly, the, the thing that I have been playing the most is Yakuza 5. But uh, <laughs> since I already spoke about that last week, I think I'm going to mention something else that I've played, which is uh, Trials Fusion. Oh, you started with that. Yes and no. I mean, I have I had already started it on on PS4, okay, but I got it also on PC. So I decided to give it a spin on the PC because I have all the DLCs there. Is that a joke? And no, 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 it's not a joke. I have all the DLCs also on PC. No, I was meaning well. I'd give it a spin. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> <Hey. Some point. laughs> no, uh, I, I've decided to uh, give it a go, particularly to this new uh, new DLC that came out. I think last summer. Called Awesome Level Max. Yep, that's the version I have on the PS4. So, uh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, okay? Trials is an awesome game, and uh, this DLC just means more trials, which is great by itself. But I cannot help but think that a cat wearing a bandana holding guns is riding on a unicorn that spits fire and leaves rainbow trails behind. Maybe trying a little bit too hard. Game of the year, mate. Game of yeah, the year. <laughs> game of the year here, mate. Shouldn't that be in uh, in Rocket League or something? Because it sounds like it. It's basically yeah. They they took the whole idea of riding a motorcycle over crazy obstacles to the nth level. <laughs> yeah, but here's the spin. I mean, hey, um, hey, hey again. <laughs> twist, okay. Hey. It's a twist. <laughs> 180 Superman, what, I mean... They decided to uh, make some sort of short campaign, which is something that you wouldn't really picture on a Trials game. Normally, when you play Trials, you just go from point A to point B, trying to not um, land on your face. You try to go from point A to point B. Yeah, trying not to land on your face and and make sure that you do it on a single run so you get gold medal, all right? But on, on this DLC, the levels are so much longer and so much um, uh, level design crafting into it. It's just ridiculously uh, elaborate, you know? Levels are so long that you're actually allowed to fail up to seven times, and you would still get a gold medal. And uh, they've implemented things like uh, sort of not branching stories, but let's say uh, teleports within levels and boss fights. And I'm still talking about trials. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. So this is the thing. I'm, I'm talking about trials, and and this is something that you would not expect. And uh, it's fun. It's fun for a while. But I would still spend a lot more time playing vanilla trials than than this DLC. But the vanilla stuff is there. I mean, you... yeah, the vanilla stuff is there, and it's still top notch. Yeah. And this, so, this added I mean, a lot of stuff too. I mean, I I don't really know because I got the whole package at once. Uh-huh. So I don't really know how much of tri- a Trials game there was before all this extra DLC. Like, I don't really know what is DLC and what isn't. You know. Um, there was already a bunch of content without the DLC. Yeah. But more DLC meant more, even more Trials, which just made it even better. So Awesome Level Max is the last expansion that they did, and I think it's the sixth or seventh so if you buy the season pass, you would get all others except that one. And uh, but I thought if you bought the awesome is... level max edition, you got everything. No, I got all of it on PC, but the season pass only includes 
expansions one to five. I but think. But I'm sure there's another version you can buy. Yes. Yes. That gives you. Everything. More definite. Most definitely, there is a version that includes Awesome Level Max and everything right, else. Right, because that's the version I got on the PlayStation Four. Was literally Awesome Level Max down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you've got enough content there to keep busy for for months, I would say. Especially you, Tom, that you're like this, uh, let's crack the record from all my friends list and let's try to end on the top 10 in the world. Well, uh, yeah. No, well, this was one of the games that didn't really hook me in that way. Okay. I'm sorry to say it. like That's because you're bad at it. No, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, yeah. problem, the problem with Trials is that I'm just all right at it. Like, I'm not right. good at it, I'm not bad at it. Like, a few levels I've pulled off the, the gold in a single run, I've beaten a few people's records, but then it just got really hard. Just like me, then. That's the thing, I mean, if you're alright, you either improve, or you don't progress. Because there is one point that is like, yeah, no. Yeah, you improve or quit, that's the problem. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you have to master when to lean, when to go back, when to do like a small wheelie in order to make a small jump. It's otherwise you will fall on your face. It's the dark souls of motorcycle games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite accurate, actually. <laughs> no, it literally. I mean, just what you were saying there it was literally like the moment of knowing where you have to make like a little back wheelie to be able to do a, a jump that inch further. You know, after a hundred times of trying it, you're like, ah, maybe if I pop the front wheel before jumping, it will make it go faster. And I have no idea about this physics. And, like, you know, it it just feels too punishing for me. Essentially, it's all about the, the motorcycle that you're driving. So, regularly, these motorcycles have um, the traction on the back wheel. Yeah. So, you will want the back wheel to land first in order to get more speed, but not enough. I mean, not so much, so you would like perform a wheelie and then fall backwards. Yeah. So it's a lot of tricks, there's a lot of nooks and crannies to understand and to try to master. I know it can get frustrating, but it's still so much fun. But what was, I mean, it is a lot of fun, but I think part of the, I don't know if there is an option actually, I never looked to like switch off people's ghosts, but my, as you said, my natural reflex is this competitive nature. So if I see six friends' ghosts, in front yeah. of me, and then I jump off a ramp and I screw up. That's a reason. Yeah, I don't know if there is an option, to be honest. I have never really looked for it. I mean, the thing is as well that one of our friends, one of our mutual friends, uh, Kruth, yeah. he's just naturally good at that game. Like, he's gold medaled the first three worlds and has a time, even out in front of Rob on most <laughs> levels. And, and Rob from Go Play That is, again, very, very good at trials. Let's just say he's very, very good at video he's games. He's generally very good at video games. But he, <laughs> he has a background in competitive gaming, etc. But uh, uh, he's just like, Kruth is naturally good. So when you see his motorbike go speeding off in the distance and you're like, I can't land that jump. It is almost discouraging. Hmm. So I think the thing is, if you're competitive but shit, don't buy trials. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you do and you enjoy the competition, you will have the time for of your life and probably the last one. Oh yeah, sure. You know, I mean, if if, <laughs> if you're competitive and shit, just buy Rocket League because it's still fun. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, also, other than this, I have been playing a little bit of uh, Never Alone. You know, this game about um, well, made in Alaska by Eskimos and and shit. Do you know about it? I have played it all the way through. 
Yep. I have not yet. I am. I don't even know exactly where I am, but to keep it spoiler-free, uh, when I started the game, I was like not sure what I was going to encounter. And Maggie was like, okay, just play this, that it looks easy to watch and relaxing to to just stay here and pay attention to. And um, the moment you start the game and you start like moving around with the human character, you encounter the fox and it prompts the screen, press X on a second controller now to join co-op. And then our face lit up. Because it's like, oh, finally a proper co-op, local co-op game. So we played it through for a while. I think we've played for like maybe a couple of hours and um, we are so far enjoying it a lot but I cannot really talk a lot about it without spoiling so much but let's just say that clearly one of the players has a lot more work to do than the other one I'm not sure if you um, observed this Tom? Well it's the way I saw it was basically it's very much like a uh, Mario Galaxy thing where your second character is just sort of along for the ride. Yes and no. I mean, when you play with the fox, I just felt that at least during the first half of the game or whatever this is, the fox has actually a rougher time than the human itself. I've never, this is I've my, never played my impression. it in Cork. Uh, oh, you never played it in Cork? No. Um, so you have to be switching all the time? Yeah. Okay. So it becomes more like a traditional puzzle game in that respect. Yeah, I mean, when when you play it solo, you can press a button to choose to, to alternate the controlling from the human to the fox and vice versa. And uh, otherwise, if you are in co-op, you both play at the same time, and sometimes it's, like, very encouraged to do so. But it, it is kind of difficult in single player as well. Um, do you know the game, Hush? I know of the game. I think okay. uh, it's on uh, the PS4, right? I think I have it. It's on the PS4, PC, and Xbox, I think. I thought it would be like an exclusive one. I don't know. Maybe it is. I have no idea. But PC, at least, it is. My general, I mean, my general opinion of that game was that it was uh, very interesting, very brave. You know, because it really puts the culture of this. uh, You know, I don't want to say the word Eskimo. (laughs) Let's just say, let's just say culture. Yeah, but this culture, culture this sort of of the Alaskan people. Yeah. Um, front and center, like there's actually a trophy for watching all the uh, cultural videos. There's like 20 videos to collect, which is what I was gonna highlight now. Because yeah, there is this. Whenever you progress into the game, you get these um, snippets of video where they explain actually the culture and uh, in in I don't know. There's sort it's, of the bits very... and legends behind the game as well, you know. Exactly. And they speak yeah. in the local dialect all the time, and it's like. Uh, you know, it's kind of seen as a historical document in this way, yeah. you know, because they're sort of preserving the language and this kind of thing. I just wish it hadn't been ruined by really shitty platforming. Mm, maybe I haven't reached this part yet, but I have had some sort of unfair deaths that I was like, what the hell? My my general, my most used phrase playing Never Alone was, what the, oh, why the actual fuck? <laughs> and it is literally because of that, because there's real unfair platforming sections or real unfair, like, what do I do here yeah. kind of sections. And unfortunately, for a game as beautiful, I mean, if you're going to put a culture front and center and if you're going to put a story front and center, then surely it's should, in your be, interest yeah. to make the game simple. Yeah, it should be accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be accessible. It shouldn't be frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
shouldn't be irritating. It shouldn't make you smash your controller, which Never Alone did at times. Which is the only reason that I haven't bought Foxtails, the DLC for it. Okay, I didn't know it had a DLC. Yeah, there's a, they made a new DLC called Foxtails, and uh, I haven't done it yet, just because I, I, I eventually finished it. But I, I, I remember being wound up by it quite a lot. Okay. See how you feel. Well, See how you feel. We'll, come, we'll revisit this topic. Yeah, we will revisit this conversation once I finish it. So far, I'm enjoying it. I've been having some sort of unfair moments just as you did like okay what happened oh my god i have to repeat this again but so far the general impression is i'm having fun and i'm having fun because i'm playing it also with my wife together so we're both like at the same time discussing okay let's do this let's try that let's yeah it's it's actually fun local play if i had to play it on my own i would probably not enjoy it as much but so far i would still recommend it it's i mean graphically beautiful Story-wise, it's intriguing. I just wish the gameplay was was more up there. Hmm. But then again, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Unity, and I've fallen off so many buildings by pressing the wrong button at the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. So I that guess happens. that's kind of an unfair criticism to level at the uh, at the poor game. <laughs> right. So I think we can actually call it here, guys. Oh, We've sure. been running for a while. I'm really bored. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, we've been actually having a a really long podcast, which is always, as always a pleasure to talk to you all. And um, it's a pleasure to join you guys because it's so rare. <laughs> oh yeah, indeed. And it's nice it's to hear you. Nice. Yeah, it's nice to hear yeah. your voice. To hear you with proper quality and nice microphone and everything. Yeah, because so. uh, I trim my beard, so it's easier to uh, to listen. <laughs> <laughs> your beard was actually making us the pop filter effect. Yeah, huh? exactly. Uh, I just want to I just want to bring up just before the end of the podcast that it's really unnerving because uh, on this Skype conversation I'm talking to both of you obviously Bob and Hush and I can see both your avatars so I've got this, like some fairly old pixelated version of Bob <laughs> but yeah. I've got Hush's uh, is it Star, a, Night, Star, Wars. Star Wars: The Old Republic yeah, I'm pretty sure it is basically him. It is. He's made himself in Star Wars: The Old Republic, and it was uh, quite easy actually. It looked yeah, no, it's great because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually you. Like I've only just really realized that I'm looking at a computer version of. <laughs> Yours is a cat, so I can't really say. Well, no, my, that that is me. But uh, no, I mean that reminds me. Just before we sign off, and some a little bit of homework for you both to go and do. If you haven't seen the character that Danny Trejo made of himself in Fallout oh, 4... I did. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Danny Trejo apparently made a uh, his, himself in Fallout 4, <laughs> and it is badass. <laughs> nice. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Really good. I gotta check this shit out. <laughs> cool. So, on Danny Trejo and Fallout 4, we should probably leave it there. Oh, yeah. Not before that, and before signing off officially, uh, just a reminder, we will be over here for... the next Wednesday there should be the next one and there's just two more weeks before the 4 in February special yeah. next week I'm going to be in Madrid so uh, it might be special oh man <laughs> luckily, <laughs> Call the Bob, police. luckily Bob and I will not be in Madrid so it's okay <laughs> yeah I'm safe yeah. it'll be the, uh, the big bang if we all get together just like that. We, should, we should probably try it but yes anyway very nice to speak alright ladies Thanks a lot for coming. Thank you all for listening. Hope to see you again next week.
Have a great evening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.